Hi, everybody. It's Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie. It's really nice to be back podcasting with you after I've taken a break. I went in August and I traveled through Peru and Mexico. I wrote a book, which still kind of blows my mind. Um, don't worry, you won't see it quite yet. It's going to be edited a lot, um, but it, it's coming. And it's really taken a lot of time to uh, take a deeper look inward and really um, regenerate to a, a big fall, a lot of stuff coming up. So I'll be excited to share a lot of updates soon. And I'm very excited about this podcast today because I have a, a very wonderful person, and her name is Holly Gerberich. And I, um, Holly, is, um, she's just such a great person. We were talking before about like what title she has, but she does – really great online marketing, and she helps individuals um, put themselves out there in the world in a really effective yet natural way. And she also gives herself a lot of time within her career to be able to explore her passions, like scuba diving all over the world and her dogs. And that's actually how Holly and I met, was that we were down at the Arboretum um, at the beginning of the year, and our dogs started running around and playing with each other. And we started to talk, and I was like, this woman is super cool. Since then, we've intersected in a lot of different areas, especially around D.C. and our Power Ladies community, and Holly's been such a vibrant member and someone I always like enjoyed hearing her perspective on things. And so the purpose of this podcast today, Holly and I could just talk forever about anything, but mm-hmm. um, we are coming together on a special project, which is a screening of the documentary called Embrace. And I'm going to let Holly talk about it in more depth, but Basically, in a nutshell, what Embrace is, is the journey of one woman. She's Australian, and she used to be a model, and she spent her, you know, most part of her early life starving herself and being really, really unhappy with her body in order to feel like she could fit into this beauty ideal. And after having a daughter and and really realizing that, like, she was spending her life in this kind of, like, hamster wheel of, of trying and failing in her own self, around having the perfect body, she decided that she was just going to really try something radically different, which is body acceptance. And she made a documentary about it. I saw the trailer for this documentary, and just body image has been such an important part of my own journey as a woman and also the journey of many of my clients in the self-care work of really learning how to love our bodies and not just use our, our self-improvement processes to try to change ourselves. So it, it sparked me, and I posted it on my Facebook page, being like, wouldn't it be cool to see this documentary? And Holly is a doer, and so she was like, all right, let's see if we can get uh, get a screening in D.C. and started to organize it. And all while I traveled, she worked really tirelessly to, to put the word out there and promote. And so when we had originally scheduled this podcast, we were like, okay, maybe we're going to get enough people to like tip it. At, we had to sell 60 seats to get the screening to come. And we just found out this morning that we tipped. And, um, and the cool part about that is that there are 60 more seats that are now available. So we could fill the theater at 120 seats, which um, it's Holly's and my goal to do that because it's such an important conversation to have. And so our plan is we're going to watch the movie and then we're going to have a discussion afterwards with the panel of a lot of people who um, put a lot of thoughtful work into body image. And so what I would love to do today is, um, first of all, to say, hi, Holly. Thanks for being here. Hi, Gracie. It's so good to be here. <laughs> and <laughs> at, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. 
And I, what I'd love to do is just to hear a little bit more about what got you so excited about organizing the screening for Embrace and how this fits into your own journey of body acceptance. So I saw a trailer of the film. Um, I, I don't know if it was on your website or it, it sort of made its rounds in social media. And almost immediately it, it, it clicked with me. And I think it's, part, it's, it's kind of uh, one of those moments of confluence when two things come together. I've been on my own journey of body acceptance. And when I saw this film, it was just right thing, right time, um, and now that it's going to come to D.C., right place. And so um, when things like that happen, you, you can't really ignore it. Um, and like you said, I, I kind of have this attitude of why not? Like why not bring this to D.C.? I want to see it. And it really started from a selfish perspective. I want to see this film. Let me just put a gather together and um, see if I can – um, get a couple of other people on board. And sure enough, um, it happened. But I will say this. It was not – I thought the tickets – like I expected people to see the trailer, to see that there was a, um, uh, a screening being planned in D.C. and snap up tickets immediately. I literally expected them to go like hotcakes. And it didn't. They didn't. They would sell a few here, a few there. And I have a fairly wide circle of friends. I think on the invite that I um, put out, I invited almost 350 people. And only, as of today, 28 are interested. not really sure how many of those 28 um, actually bought tickets. And only 13 are going. And that just – I. And when Gracie, when you and I talked about this, I think I, I, I was very shocked. And, and then I realized, you know, this is in part because this is my journey and this is why I'm excited about it. But if you look at some of the statistics, one of them being 91% of women hate their bodies. And when, or, or maybe hate is too strong of a word, or just dislike. And, you know, even if we sort of soften it a little bit, dislike. 91% of women, and, and that just blows my mind. And if that's the case, why are more people not clamoring to see this film? Because it really speaks to something that we all are dealing with. But when you and I talked about it, and I, I see this because um, – I've seen this in other cities as well. There's a a gathering of folks who are um, also planning some of these screens across the country, and we talk about what is is making people resistant to purchase tickets other than schedule. Like some people said, are they family in town or they'll be out of town or something like that, which is perfectly legitimate. But um, another thing I think is there's just – there's a fear around – this. Um, I think this film is bold. Um, I think it's scary. Um, The topic is scary. To love your body and to embrace it exactly how it is right here and now is terrifying. Because in, in part, because so many of us have been hating on it for so long that to be asked to make that kind of shift is pretty phenomenal and it's it is a paradigm shift truly and so i think that what taryn is doing um 
with this film is part of a much bigger movement that I hope continues to gain momentum. I think it's already um, starting to gain momentum in the United States. For instance, I, as part of my journey um, in body image you know, acceptance, I have started to follow um, people on Instagram like full-figured fashion or women with curves or the model Ashley Graham. And so I've um, started to um, immerse myself into beautiful images of people who are of a variety of body shapes. So now, and I, I've been doing this for several months, it's just part of my journey, to the point where when I now pick up traditional, you know, glamour magazines, not necessarily glamour, but glamorous magazines, uh, you know, Vogue, Elle, whatever, and I see supermodels, it's almost jarring to me because in so many cases, they look to something. They're just, it looks like a hyperbolic, like a, an exaggeration of something. It doesn't look right to me anymore. Um, in, in part because, you know, just because I've been purposely and intentionally surrounding myself with images that are either untouched or that express beauty in a variety of forms, not just these very sort of sleek, um, photoshopped, um, very specific body types. Um, and, and it, I think it's been really healthy. It's been really good for me to look at all of these people and think, I'm not that different from them. Like, my body is not that different. In fact, now I look in the mirror and I'm like, huh, not bad, you know, which is way better than the absolute loathing that I felt just a few months ago. So that's where, that's really, um, that's the long of it, not the long and short of it, of what caused me to really embrace the film Embrace um, and to, to sort of um, just step into the flow of this movement. Um, because I think, you know, I, I've been kind of doing it on my own over here, and apparently there's this movement that has started in Australia, and it's gaining momentum. Um, and so I just think, well, these are my people. Yeah. Beautifully said. All of that, I, like, felt it so much. And it it resonates. I mean, body image is, is just always something that that I've struggled with. I, I grew up overweight and um, overweight, like even that word, I'm like, what does that even mean? But I grew up bigger than the other kids mm-hmm. that I was around. And it was, um, you know, I just don't feel like there was any kind of consciousness then that like having a different size body could be a good thing. And so I, mm. I grew up with this idea that I had to change myself and and the issue with that is even though my body weight has like changed and fluctuated over the years is that like that that like deep ingrained feeling of like there's something wrong with my body and that until I change it I won't be okay and until I change it actually I can't live the life that I really want to be living for a while it really held me back in my life and I and I think I just reached a point after a while like I remember teaching yoga it was like kind of a big deal because I didn't feel like I was thin enough to teach yoga. This is, I don't think I've ever said this out loud before, but I was looking around at all these other yoga teachers and they're, you know, 
perfect bodies, and I and that was like a concern. It was like, well, who's going to want to take my yoga class because I don't have this like perfect body, and mm. can't do all these like super crazy poses and. And so it was something that I really had to work through, and actually teaching yoga really helped me so much just to own my own worth. That like, no, what's what's important is the is the experience that I'm able to provide for my students and the care and and what I really want to share, which is a deeper form of self acceptance. Mm-hmm. And and I think it unraveled over the years. It really it came forward. But it, what I I'm like really struck when I when I have these conversations is just how deep it goes. And yeah. what you said before about us being afraid. And I can relate to that. I, I really do think of late I, I have accepted my body in a whole new way mm. in that I, um, a, a couple of years ago I, when I was out of a long breakup and my dad was like, I, I lost 30 pounds, not trying to at all, just it was one of those like extremely stressful moments of life. And, and the way that people reacted to me was so positive. Like I was yeah. amazed by how positive people were so excited and I was it really struck me one at first I was like I feel so powerful you know it was really what I felt like in this culture being thinner is more powerful but then I realized that the flip side of that was that if I felt like I had overeaten or if I was gaining weight again like I, I didn't feel that way and I, I, I really like it was that like kind of coming back to a normal body size I think I gained like 15 pounds back afterwards which I needed to it was really healthy but there was still this feeling of losing control that came up mm. so strongly for me and I, I've started to really understand that the way that I regulate myself or try to stay in control is through keeping my body at a certain size or being being paranoid about gaining weight. And that if I, you know, eat a good amount and I eat healthy, then, I, then I'm okay. And if I don't, then I'm out of control and something's wrong with me. And it's it's like just such a powerful way for me to keep myself kind of under control that that's mm. what I'm realizing now is I'm really like, but I don't actually like my body the way that, like I really like the way my body looks right now. Like I have a little belly, there's a few rolls here and there, like, but it, it, and I, I feel like it's a healthy belly. <laughs> Feels good, yeah. like likes to eat food, all of those things. But what I, what I kind of miss sometimes is the simplistic way of, of keeping my life black and white, which is what like the body image thing did for me and so when I wonder about like what you say about people not wanting to buy tickets I I wonder if if some of it is a little bit scary for people to be like well this this thing I've put most of my thought power into for most of my life like who would I be without that right right in in a sense it's a loss it's a loss of um I don't know how to describe it um it's a loss of something to like you said, regulate yourself. There's a there's a black and white, and 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 then there's also the, like a new acceptance, which is also quite frightening as well. And I, I think anytime you make any kind of changes like this, um, or or try to sort of um, have any kind of um, transformation, transformation is always a little bit painful. And so, and then to look, you know, to really like address it is is very very hard. Um, so I think, you know, you hit on a lot of really important topics for one, like one of the biggest ones I think that I can completely relate to is the idea that, um, and I think a lot of people, not just women, but men as well, um, will also can relate to the fact that, well, when I'm at a certain body size or weight, or when I'm at a certain fitness level, then I'll be happy. And what the, um, one of the most striking things about 
Taryn, the, the, the person, the woman who made this movie, is she, she thought that too. She actually became a bodybuilder and um, achieved the perfect body and in, in won awards, you know, prizes for her body. Ends up she was just as miserable. Um, so that's when I think she, she sort of um, embraced this whole new, uh, this whole, this shift. This, instead of approaching her body from the outside, she approached it from the inside. Um, or, or in a sense, just she approached it from a different perspective altogether. And it was a perspective of love and acceptance, which is really, really different. Um, and I think it's weight gain, weight loss, um, and the way that it is perceived in society. I mean, it's not surprising when people, when you lost that weight, you know, people always commented, you know, people commented how great you looked. And, and it always always gives me pause when that happens because of course it's happened multiple times for me um on the roller coaster of dieting etc um well what 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 did you think of me when I was 15 pounds heavier was I was I just not good enough at that point you know what was 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 I um was I uh less of a person was I just not right you know was something wrong with me um did you not love me or accept me as much? And it, so, you know, recently I actually lost um, about 13 pounds. And not one person has said anything about it. And I am so grateful for that. I, like, I know I've lost. I can see it. And I, well, I eventually tossed the scale. I was kind of done with it. But, um, but I love that no one in my life has said, oh, my, you know, because to me that means that they're approaching me on a very different level, that we have a relationship that goes beyond, like, an outer body, you know, an outer place. But I also think when people comment on something like that, they, they want to give kudos because it's something that they've tried or struggled with or they really want uh, maybe for themselves as well. And they know how hard it is. And so even though it kind of happened to you by accident, which I could just hear like a chorus of people cringing when you said that, by the way, <laughs> because he loses 30 pounds by accident. Um, but when that happens, um, it's something that's like really, really difficult to do. And um, when, when someone else is successful, like it, it, we know that it's hard to do because we've tried to do it so many times. And so when you see somebody do it, like you, you, our reflex is to congratulate them on something. You know, they've achieved something that's very, very difficult. Um, so It makes me think of this um, podcast from the, the Dear Sugar podcast. They had a, an episode all about body image. It's a great one um, just because, like, Cheryl Stray just, like, goes off about, like, what is it to, like, be in a society where you're judged so much for your body size. And, um, yeah. and she really talks about how the times in her life where she has, you know, lost that weight has been the times where her heart has been the most broken and she's actually mm. been such a mess. And that's how I was. I was, like, mm-hmm. breaking up mm-hmm. out of a long-term relationship and help, helping my dad through leukemia. And, like, my, like, I was just a broken person at that time. And so it was, like, on the outside, I think I needed to just feel powerful on the outside because on the inside I was just feeling so not powerful. And, um, 
And it did. It gave me, like, a really safe kind of place to rest myself. You know, just society yeah. accepted me in that moment. Yeah. And, um, and what I love and what you're saying is that, because I think at that time I really was valuing myself a little bit more objectively, but I think that since you're not valuing yourself on that level and it sounds like it's just sort of your own lifestyle choices that's making your body look a certain way and you feel good about it, that people, it's not what people see about you because that's not what you see about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I want to touch on one other thing that I, I was thinking of um, as you were, you were talking about, you know, when we think of, when you and I talk about body image, you know, we're pretty normal, like healthy, 30-something females. Um, but there's a lot of women out there. I keep saying women, but it's not just women. There's a lot of people out there who don't even have anything close to a normal body. And I think about, you know, uh, people with diseases of sorts that have sort of mangled their bodies um, or made their bodies develop in odd ways or um, people that have had accidents and, um, you know, their bodies have been maimed in some way or women who have mastectomies uh, and no longer have breasts or um, even our veterans that no longer have certain body parts. You know, there's just so many things that can be perceived as, like, as, as a, um, a broken or not right. And, um, and I think that that also, those things need to be addressed as well because when we idolize a very specific body shape, type, uh, look, et cetera, we are really saying, you know, that, like, everything else is, is not quite up to stuff. Um, and I understand that, you know, there's, there are, I think there is sort of this, um, there might be some objective piece to beauty. Um, there's, there's been, you know, treatises written on, oh, boy. There's been, you know, things written on, um, on beauty, and, I, I, you know, I think there is sort of specific, things uh, surrounding, but surrounding that, but if, um, hang on one second, if there is, um, you know, this kind of, um, if there is like a perfect body or a perfect type of, of body, it's, it doesn't mean that everyone else is is broken or wrong. I think that, that there is a lot of beauty um, that can be seen in different body types. And, um, and I think it's really important to appreciate even the broken or the not quite all perfect um, bodies, if, if that, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm, if I've, I've really just started thinking about that piece of things too so I'm not quite um, as eloquent in describing what I'm what I'm trying to say but um, it's essentially I, accepting and, and celebrating all different kinds of, of bodies yeah yeah I, and it's so in line with something that's it's really recent for me but it was actually when I was in Mexico that I I showed up and I I, I just had this thought I was like I really want to be loved and appreciated for my imperfections this week. And it was like such a random thought that came into my head. And, and like, I think what I, I wanted to do was that I, I want, I was in sort of, I given myself this week to just really be and not, not work too much. I was writing, but I, I was like, I realized that I feel like what I need to be, 
I need, I'm loved for my perfections. Like I'm loved because my belly doesn't have little rolls on it. And I'm loved because I'm successful in my work. And I'm loved for all of these things. And, and what that does to my psyche is that I'm like, well, I just have to be, I have to be perfect to be loved. And if I'm not perfect, then that means I'm not worthy of love. And so I was just flipping all that on its head and being like, well, what if actually someone could love me for the parts of myself I don't find lovable? Which I think is really like, what if I could love myself? for the parts of myself that I don't find lovable. And I, I like yeah. just, I really just went for it that week. I like wore Like when I was, I like wore this like long shirt and I was like sitting down and I looked down and I was like, Oh, totally bulges are happening here. And usually in those moments I'm like pulling up my pants, like trying to, but I was like, no, you know, it's, it's pretty. I was like, it's, it's nice. And maybe part of it was being in Latin America where I feel like it's, it's like gordita there is kind of, which means like chubby is synonymous with like pretty or healthy and, like, flaca is kind of more synonymous with, like, unhealthy. So it, it really does, like, just change the paradigm of how we think about things. But I was like, mm. I'm going to give that for myself. And I just felt, I felt so in my body. I, and, like, every time I ate, it was, like, not about, like, okay, I should stop at this point or trying to regulate myself. It was like, no, I'm in Mexico. I want to eat. I, I posted this on my Facebook page. It was like, I just ate so many tacos while I was there. And it like, <laughs> tasted amazing. And I didn't feel guilty. And I felt great. And I came home, and since actually since I've been home, it, I like it hasn't gone away. Or I'm just like I just I don't want to play anymore. Like I really don't. Like that's there's so many things in this world that need my energy, and there's so many deeper levels of healing that I I want to get to. And if I if I make it all about whether or not I'm like gaining or losing five pounds for the rest of my life, like right, I just, I just can't. I think I'm done. <laughs> I'm yeah. tapped out. Yeah, and I definitely think that there's a certain a certain degree of that that happens with age, um, and so I think specifically of teenagers at this point and how wrapped up they are in bodies, and and now me closer to the upper thirties, closer to forty, um, you know, I'm much more gracious with my body, but I will say that there is a difference between not caring what your body look, looks like. Um, which is sort of along the lines of not giving a damn versus like actually loving it. There's a difference. Mm. And I think that I had, I had already crossed that. I don't care necessarily what people think anymore threshold, but I certainly wasn't actively appreciating what I saw when I looked in the mirror or, you know, the little chubby rolls that are, you know, that you were talking about when you were in Mexico um, there was definitely none of that. And, I, and so I do think that there's a difference. Um, and I, I, what breaks my heart, one of the things that really breaks my heart is when I see um, young children, beautiful young girls especially, um, and I've seen this a little bit lately uh, of people, uh, of them, and they're so vulnerable with social media and they just kind of put it out there and they don't really care. But there's um, some really honest confessions of body image difficulties. Uh, and, you know, young, and kids can be cruel with each other. And so I think it's, this is also really important. And I know that some people are bringing their, their daughters uh, to the film. And I, I think that it's for any kid, you know, for anyone, not just daughters, but sons too. Um, because I think that this is body image is, is not just a woman's problem. It's been traditionally a woman's problem for a really long time, but I definitely think that 
there's a huge, there's a, a growing population of men who are willing to say, I have body image issues too. Um, um, but uh, there's, there's a couple people that are bringing their, um, their young daughters to the film because they think it's that important. And I think it is too. When you can break that, that cycle um, by showing them at a young age, that body acceptance is, is possible that, that what your body looks like looks like is not the end all be all, even though it really feels like that when you're in, um, when you're, you know, when you're hitting puberty and, and when you're surrounded by um, a, a culture that values very specific things. Um, but just talking to them on, you know, having those conversations is such, so extraordinarily important. And I love, I love that some people are bringing their kids. On the other end of the spectrum, um, there was a woman who told me that she asked her mother. And she's someone who's, who's in her 30s, and she has two children of her own, and she invited her mother to come see the film. Her mother was repulsed by the idea, just absolutely turned off. And it, it was shocking that she just wanted nothing to do with the body acceptance, the body image movement, or, or, or this film. And I, I think that that attitude, um, maybe attitude's probably not the, the right word, but that, that approach or, or that fear or whatever that is, is, is probably a signifier of something much bigger that's been passed down from generation to generation. And, and it seems like our generation, maybe um, uh, we're not baby boomers, we're Gen X, I think, um, and, and possibly Gen Ys, and, and hopefully into the millennial generation. I, I'm hoping that, that these, these couple of generations are going to start, um, un, uh, you know, sort of dismantling what the baby boomers really, really gave us. <laughs> they gave us quite, mm. quite a legacy. Well, the, I don't it's, it's the this thing. idea. Yeah, I mean, because they were passed on. I mean, I always think just Mad Men is just the most amazing series oh, to watch, yeah. just to understand oh, yeah. how traumatized all of the people <laughs> who are in the, the ad world that created this idea that you could buy your way to perfection is a way to yeah. avoid the absolute trauma that they'd experienced in World War II and, and, um, and how miserable they were. And so it's yeah. like I think we've all just been sold this idea that, like, this is how, you know, you're not happy now. That's, that's okay because you can just work harder and buy more and be more acceptable and fit in, and then someday you'll get there. And it's, it's, right. the dream is really powerful. This is a way to, you know, be like, okay, I'm going to work for it. And I think that's what's the hardest thing, and we've been touching on mm-hmm. this a little, is like what happens when you take the dream away because then – you got to make peace with you, baby, because, like, you are the reality, like, yeah. and that's it. For, and that's what I'm like, okay, for the rest of my life, forever and ever, I will probably fluctuate in my weight, like, go up yeah. and down a little bit, or a lot, like, you know, having children, going through an accident, going through a depression, all these things yeah. that are built into life. And if I can only love myself when I'm on the, the good side of the tail, scales tipping, that's mm. a really depressing, you know, it's like, but I think it's like, yeah. I, need, I need to like say it like that to get it because it's like the allure of the fantasy is so strong of just that someday we could get past all of this. Yeah. And it's, it's just not the reality. And I so wish that I had had something like this when I was a teenager and just feeling so bad about myself and so like a failure because I couldn't 
get it together in this way. And that's why yeah. I just get so excited about, like, we talk, like, I, I kind of break it all down to sales in life. I'm like, everything is sales, you know? And it's like, we are selling everything. And sales is just mm. like, are we buying in with our attention? Are we buying in with our beliefs? Are we buying in with our, with our time and energy and money? And we've been sold a vision for a long time that doesn't lead to anything. It's a fantasy. And, and so when I, like, work with people like you, because you're in, like, marketing and all of these things, I'm like, what, what, this is what we're doing is we're selling a different vision, which is love. And, like, just personally, like, I would rather have that, – that vision gives back in the moment <laughs> instead of, like, promising an empty future. So I, I'm mm. really into us just, like, selling a different vision. And the Instagram accounts that you talked about, there's one I love. It's called F Your – F your beauty standards. It's not yeah, Instagram. I love that one too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that one. I just and the pictures of people. It's it's not like it's all different sizes of bodies, men and women, and it's just it's great fashion is what it is. Yeah. And just people unapologetically owning it, and I'm like I'm that I'm sold. Like that's like actually looking at that feed over and over again. It's, it's like it's helped me to change my mindset. But it's like we have to surround ourselves with people who believe in this mindset too, who are willing to have conversations like this, and we have to watch media and look at media that like promotes this and then yeah. we have to like do what you're doing which is to like you know it's like if we really believe this we have to stand up and like be of service to be like all right well let's start this conversation so I'm just I'm really grateful for you and like the way that you're selling it right now because I'm I'm buying it <laughs> that's great and I think also just um in our conversations you know um not and, and I know this is really hard but not saying to a person that has you know, recently lost a lot of weight. Oh, you look great. It's, it's, it's looking at them, looking at their soul. And if they, and, and essentially like not buying into that culture, watching what we say, watching what we idolize, what we fantasize, um, you know, it starts in our minds. Um, and, um, (laughs) I actually watch a lot of British television and I'll tell you, they have, they will make you feel good about yourself. <laughs> they use wonderful, I mean, the, the acting is, is first-rate acting, but none, like, there is very few um, over sort of cast, like over, uh, I don't know what the word is, like over beauty-ized people in their films. Like, they, when the, the characters or the, the people that they cast look like you and I, you know, they look very normal. And very few of them have what we would consider, like, perfect bodies. And so sometimes when I switch back um, to watching, you know, sort of these overproduced, very glossy American, very dramatic American uh, television shows, it's, it's, all, it's, again, a little bit jarring because you're, you're just blasted with, women who are wearing outfits that are way not for what the job they're doing in the film or their hair is just coiffed perfectly and their makeup is just right and, and, you know, they've just woken up or something just ridiculous. And and you realize, like, we're just being fed this and we're buying it all the time. And and if we don't have an alternative, you know, then then you just get used to 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 buying into this and and that's that's the unfortunate thing is is finding you know where do you where do you get an alternative and at what point do do the powers that are feeding this the feeding us this stuff at what point do they stop and how do we get you know what 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 how big does this movement how big does this groundswell how loud does this 
does this movement have to get for people to start listening? Um, so I'm anxious to see. I, I hope we, I hope we, um, I hope we live, you know, to see this, this, these changes happen. Um, I don't think they're far away. I've seen a lot of it already. I love, like, like you were saying, like the F your beauty standards Instagram account is, is one really amazing one. Um, and, and there's a couple others. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of, uh, for you as a yoga teacher, um, there's a couple of um, women of varying shapes who, who have yoga accounts. And, um, and they're so not what you would consider like a normal yoga body. Uh, and yet they're doing all of these amazing, you know, moves. And they're, they're just beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm very hopeful um, that we're going to see some change. And I think that, you know, the, the stuff that our, that the baby boomers have passed on to us and that, that dream that you, that you alluded to in many, many ways, I think that dream is, is um, starting to unravel too. And we, as the younger generations, are on to them. We're on to the baby boomers. And we're saying, well, this might have worked for you, but it's not working for us. And we're going to try no. a different way. We want to eat tacos and love our bodies and spend our yes. energy doing, doing creative things. And that's yes. what we get to do when we love our bodies, you know, and yes. use them to hike and use them to do yoga. Just, it's free. It's like, that's, it's so freeing. And it's so, I mean, I look at my body, I'm like, God, it can do so much, you know? Yeah, like, it, like and yes. one of those things that like we, I mean, I don't appreciate it, and until it's injured, and then it's like, okay, yes. what's and that thing is like, can we do this right now? And and like, I'm hopeful to see a change because I feel a change in myself, and I'm like, if I can like be grow up continually over and over again, thinking I had to change my body and not liking my body, and at times hating my body. Then and to be at a place right now where I look at my body and I'm like, it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> looking pretty good today. I, like I, I think that it's like if, if enough of us can start to take that on individually, then that's how we see cultural change. And then, um, and I think that coming to Embrace, if you're in the Washington D.C. area, it would be a great way to do it. It's going to be on September 19th. It's a Monday evening. And you can buy your tickets. Um, I never do show notes, but maybe I'll try to do the show notes for this. Or um, is, there, is there an easy website that people could go to to buy tickets? Yeah, there's a website. It's called Gather, um, G-A-T-H-R. So there's no E in the word gather. Um, and if you look for the film Embrace, you should find a couple of DC. You know, I think there's, there may be more than one at this point. Uh, last time I checked, I think there was there was two. Ours is the Monday night one, which will include the panel discussion after. Um, and there's also a web page, or a Facebook page called Embrace the and uh, Embrace the Film uh, DC Screening. So, and the link directly to our uh, our screening is is on that page as well. Ooh, perfect. And, and if you're not in D.C. area, then, like, check it out because I'm sure that there could be a showing, especially if you live closer to a big city. Or you could be like Holly and take the bull by the horns and just organize your own and Absolutely. start a conversation. I think, I think you're a wonderful testament that really, if you want to make something happen, you do it. 
And, and then if you are coming to the DC screening, then what we're going to ask you to do, this is a small thing, but it's going to be a big thing in the end, is to invite at least one more person. Like to put it on your Facebook, put it on your social media, because even if people don't come, they're going to watch the trailer and it's going to start it. And some people might not be ready to come have a discussion and watch the documentary, but they might just, it might just start to spark something and 10 steps down the road, they'll, they'll be the change. But like put it out there because you're probably going to like connect with someone over this issue that maybe you don't even know that's ready for this like tipping point change. And then, and just make sure that one of those people comes with you. And that way we can, um, it just feels like we need to like fill that theater just for, because it's, it's right. <laughs> I agree. For the, the seats are there and this information is needed. And so it's just going to mean everybody like inviting one more person and then we'll like no problem be able to do it. 91% of women. That means nine out of 10 women in your life dislike their bodies. Let's help them. <laughs> Let's be the beacon of hope. Yes, let's help us all. Holly, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your experiences and sharing thank your you, thoughts. Gracie. And you're so welcome. And then thank you just for being a doer in this world. Like I just, I just think we need more people who are really willing to like step up to for what we believe. And you're really inspiring to me in that way. And I really look forward to um, having this discussion and watching this documentary and seeing what what sparks. Likewise, very much so. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. And um, keep loving your body. Eat your tacos. Start a conversation. Just take those little steps in the right direction. And take care of yourselves. Bye, everyone. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot, and remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place. <laughs>